Lord, and welcome to our weekly 30-minute podcast, The Elephant in the Room with Bishop Michael Bellamy. Our podcast will cover various topics that are often overlooked, misunderstood, or even controversial from a biblical perspective. We're blessed to have a team of wonderful producers who want to make each episode something that will be enjoyable and informative. During the month of June, our producers put together great episodes that covered a wide range of topics. Over the last two weeks, we had an extensive conversation with Pastor Angela Jed on the topic, Singles and Sexual Health. Today, we will discuss premarital counseling and its importance to a successful marriage. Today's podcast was produced by Associate Pastor Corey Linda Bellamy Sr. and Lady Latrice Wallace Bellamy, Elder Maurice and Lady Satoya Clanton. It was edited by Lady Clanton and Sister Tynika Harris Coronado. I'll be right back with today's episode. exactly is premarital counseling. Dictionary.com defines premarital as preceding marriage and counseling as professional guidance in resolving personal conflicts and emotional problems. When we think of premarital counseling, we understand it to be a specialized type of therapy, usually provided by marriage and family therapists. In the article, Premarital Counseling, the writers at GoodTherapy.org state that premarital counseling is believed to offer benefits to all couples who are considering a long-term commitment such as marriage. This specialized counseling can help resolve several issues that tend to plague couples within the first few years of their marriage, such as personality differences, perspectives on child-rearing, methods for money management, and opposing levels of ambition toward shared goals. Friend, you want to be in the best possible condition if you're going to run the Chicago, Boston, or New York City Marathon. You want to be fit. You want to be in the best possible condition physically and mentally. Extra baggage will slow you down, add anticipated roadblocks, and that may prevent you from meeting your goals. Likewise, you want to position yourself and your fiancé to be in the best spiritual, physical, and mental condition to build a healthy and happy future. So what is the elephant in the room? Well, some Christian couples don't see the need for premarital counseling. If both couples are saved, often believing that as long as they have Jesus, they don't have to worry. However, it's important to understand what you're fully committing to when you are considering marriage. Let's take a look at the Gospel of Mark, chapter 10, verses 6 to 9. I'll read it from the King James Version. But from the beginning 
of the creation, God made them male and female. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife, and they twain shall be one flesh. So then they are no more twain, but one flesh. What therefore God hath joined together, let not man put asunder. When you enter marriage, it's not only a union of two people, but a covenant made before God. When an engagement is announced, there can be an overwhelming response from family members and friends to the couple. They may hear things like, do this for your spouse. It worked for me. Don't do that or X, Y, Z will happen. Happy wife. Happy life. The way to keep your husband happy is through his stomach. Then we have celebrities and entertainers who either have been married or have had failed marriages. Some often having multiple failed marriages who write books and offer marital advice on daytime talk shows. These people hold a huge influence over their fans' opinions on relationships with fans often deeming their favorite celebrities as relationship goals. When couples try to emulate these famous figures, they often find themselves in a deep hole full of marriage woes that seem too overwhelming to overcome, which sometimes leads to couples divorcing as the easy way out. This is not God's intention for marriage. Let's read what the Apostle Paul wrote to the church at Ephesus. In Ephesians chapter 5, verses 21 through 33, I'll read it from the New King James Version. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, as also Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he may sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word, that he might present to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as the Lord does the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This is a mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let each one of you, in particular, so love his own wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. In this passage of scripture, Paul explains to us how marriage should mirror the marriage of the church in Christ. As we read, 
The instructions laid out in these verses seem daunting, especially to new couples who are still learning each other and how to become one. But the word also lets us know that we have resources at our disposal within the word of God and in our congregations and communities in the persons of aged men and women. Their sound advice teaches young men and women how to navigate life, including marriage, God's way. Read Titus chapter 2, verses 1 through 5. So, what steps must a couple take before the actual marriage to ensure they're in alignment with the Word of God? First, I would suggest that you work with your spiritual leader prior to becoming engaged. I'm going to repeat that because we have to keep first things first. First, I would suggest that you work with your spiritual leader prior to becoming engaged. They can save you many heartaches and a lot of unnecessary pain. But you must be willing to listen and follow their godly advice. Next, I suggest that you contact a Christian marriage counselor for premarital counseling support. If you put the work prior to getting married, it will make the marriage journey easier and more pleasant down the road. What benefits can premarital counsel offer to couples engaged to be married? In their article titled Five Benefits of Premarital Counseling, the staff writers at bestcounselingdegrees.net say that premarital counseling, one, builds communication skills, provides an opportunity to address issues, helps couples plan the future, let couples absorb wisdom and allows couples to discover new things about themselves. Premarital counseling allows couples to dig deep into those difficult topics that they would likely avoid because of their nature. This form of counseling is a necessary investment toward a strong, vibrant marriage. You wouldn't get on an airplane with a professing pilot who has not taken the required training for flying. You wouldn't trust your finances to a professing accountant who knows nothing about accounting. Neither would you call a plumber to work on the electrical wiring in your home. You invest in licensed professionals with the tools needed to get the job done correctly. This is Bishop Michael Bellamy. I hope you enjoy our podcast and subscribe to our Facebook page. You will find our weekly 30-minute podcast on many of your favorite platforms. Would you please tell your family and friends to listen in as well? We would also love to hear from you. Feel free to connect with us on Facebook and via email at TheElephant2022 at gmail.com. Let's cover some of the major topics premarital counseling can help couples tackle as they make their way to the altar. Let's talk about 
childhood trauma. We like the idea of a new fresh start with the right husband or wife. Their family background experiences may be woven into the fabric of their lives. The familial bond they have may have a deep impact on who they are, how they interact with you and with their children. People with unprocessed or unhealed childhood trauma may have those issues surface during disagreements and other situations. In her article, How Childhood Trauma Affects Relationships, Lyndon Cameron Price said, These traumas can lead to fear of abandonment, low self-esteem, difficulty giving love, difficulty receiving love, and a high tolerance for inappropriate behavior. A person who is willing to change and gets counseling can be healed from past hurts and have a happy and healthy marriage. Now let's talk about relationship history. It is important that you talk about your past relationships. It is quite possible that at some point, somewhere, whether in passing in the mall, in conversation at the dinner table, or at a family or school reunion, will bring up your past and it could be an embarrassing situation for you and cause distrust in your fiance if you do not disclose this information to your spouse. You definitely need to discuss former marriages, engagements, and other serious relationships. And it will be helpful to talk with your fiance about why each ended. I would strongly recommend you reveal any pregnancies and any children you have had in previous relationships to your betrothed prior to marriage. All the details are not necessary to release. I do not advise that. But working with a marriage counselor to determine what to say and to keep some things private is helpful. What about criminal background? John chapter 8 verse 36 states that if the son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. We know and understand that there is redemption in the blood of Jesus, but you must also exercise prudence before marriage by checking your fiance's background for any previous criminal activity that may present itself in the future. Some people may only have simple misdemeanors on their records, while others may have more heinous crimes in their background, such as domestic violence and rape. Many criminal convictions have long-lasting effects on people's lives, such as lingering legal fees, limited employment opportunities, issues with child custody, little to no driving privileges due to suspensions, and access to higher education, credit lines, and housing. Understanding how these potential consequences may affect your marriage will keep 
your fiance from being blindsided by information and ultimately leading to issues of mistrust. We have to talk about sexually transmitted disease. We wish that all couples looking to get married abstain from sexual activity, which is in agreement with the word of God. In 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verses 1 through 5, the King James Version reads, Now concerning the things whereof we wrote unto you, it is good for a man not to touch a woman. Nevertheless, to avoid fornication, let every man have his own wife, let every woman have her own husband. While abstinence is ideal, we understand that there are some couples in which one or both parties were sexually active prior to abstaining. In these cases, there is a possibility that you or your fiancé may have a sexually transmitted disease if you have had sexual relationships, including those STDs transmitted through oral sex. Some STDs have multiple symptoms while others may not have any symptoms. Healthcare professionals strongly recommend that you and your fiance get tested before marriage to prevent getting surprised down the line. I'm going to repeat that. Some STDs have multiple symptoms while others may not have any symptoms. Healthcare professionals strongly recommend that you and your fiance get tested before marriage to prevent getting surprised down the line. Him. Do you trust me? Her. Yes, I trust you, but let's verify. Friends, you cannot keep STDs secret from your fiancé. Some diseases like HIV and herpes cannot be cured. And you're both morally and legally required to disclose those diagnoses. Now we'll talk about blending families. Children and outside influences can often bring division in marriages. I've seen that. Many times when a couple comes together, it is their hormones driving their interactions and nothing else matters outside of what they desire, which is to become one. The relationship involves more than the two people when one or both spouses bring children into the new relationship. When a couple comes together for marriage, not only do they need to get counseling as it relates to finances, physical and mental health, if the union is to be a blended family, they need to also consider their children. You need to discuss parenting styles and what pros and cons there are to adopting One approach over the other or embracing a hybrid method. You need to be willing to share and or relinquish authority to be able to discipline the children from previous relationships. 
you must be able to trust that discipline will be something that you both can agree on. There may need to have some boundaries set. Be careful not to allow outside influence, such as the children's other parent, to disrupt how you run your home. If possible, have a discussion with all parties involved so that everyone can come to an agreement and understanding on each other's expectations for the sake of the children and family. Now, we're going to talk about household chores. Are you a neat freak or a hoarder? What are your pet peeves? If you are a neat freak, a hoarder would have a problem with you complaining about them getting rid of their things. If you are a hoarder, a neat freak would not like it when they come home and find that you have hoarded something new that is taking up space. Understanding your spouse's idiosyncrasies and proclivities to cleanliness or lack thereof can greatly reduce tension and anxiety in the home when both spouses know what they must do to live peaceably together. And then there is this issue of gender roles. What are your expectations from your spouse? What responsibilities do you expect to have in marriage? Do you expect your marriage to follow traditional gender norms or will you and your spouse adopt modern society's roles within marriage? Do you expect to have dinner ready when you get home from work? Do you expect to work outside the home? Do you expect to be a homemaker? Can you or are you willing to cook? Can you or are you willing to do laundry? Will you mop the floor? Will you take out the trash? Will you change diapers and feed the children? Who will manage the finances and pay bills? These are just some of the many questions that you may need to discuss before you say, I do, to your spouse. Once you say, I do, you have agreed to everything that comes with being married, including your will to have things always be your way. Be true to yourself and to your fiance. Work together to find common ground on these matters prior to marriage. First Corinthians chapter seven, verse nine, King James Version reads like this, but if they cannot contain, let them marry, for it is better to marry than to burn. Many are encouraged to marry based on this passage of scripture. But if you do not take the time for premarital counseling, you could truly get burned, possibly burned twice. Marriage is like an organism. If it is living, it is evolving. Premarital counseling qualifies you for the license. During your last session, we recommend that you schedule a checkup with a licensed marriage counselor 
who can help you both to navigate through the undiscussed and unforeseen issues. Again, your marriage is one of your biggest investments, more so than things like careers, automobiles, and houses. Premarital counseling is not to discourage anyone from getting married, but it is a tool to encourage individuals to examine themselves as they enter the covenant of marriage. Well, friends, that's all the time we have for this episode. I hope you have enjoyed today's episode, which was produced by Associate Pastor Corey Lyndon Bellamy, Senior Lady Latrice Wallace Bellamy, Elder Maurice, and Lady Satoya Clanton. We would love to hear from you. Feel free to connect with us on Facebook and via email at theelephant2022 at gmail.com. Be safe, stay healthy, God bless.